Welcome to Two Men on the Run and welcome to 2021. What a great year it's going to be, or or not. We're welcome. <laughs> lockdown number three and uh, we're we're making use of Made to Run, the shop. We're closed again, so we're here in the, as a, our own studio. I'm joined by my co-host, John Joe. I'm very excited. I can see through the shutters that just slightly above a ground level and I'm looking across the the uh, the plains of St Helens I can see all the strays and waves around <laughs> yeah what a beautiful picture <laughs> that's our backdrop <laughs> for today's show <laughs> and this is completely allowed you know this is yeah as a, as a, as a workplace uh, you know we obviously can't open as a shop but uh, you you can go to work if you can't work from home and obviously we can't record a podcast at home at the moment so we're we're in we're in our studio of the show. Yeah, the studio of the show. I don't know much about the rules, but Matthew tells me these things, and I just I happen to believe him. I don't know. You can write in and tell me otherwise, but yeah. But we never read any of the writings in because we don't give you an address. So well, PO box PO box W six seven L, Blue Peter. Yeah. Give you a badge. So in the news this week, you know. I'm blessed in many ways. I don't watch the BBC. I, I don't follow the news, but I do get a, a whiff of what's happening. And and this week I've heard about um, my old mate Donald Trump. What's happening there? I know that's not really related to running, but then again, it's part of the lockdown and part of the situation that we're in. What's happening with Donald at the moment? Oh, well, I mean, I mean, America's just in a, a in a right state. I mean, so are we, I suppose, over here, but. Um yeah, obviously, like there was the um, the run on the Capitol building out in the states. Uh, he's, been, he's been banned from Twitter, I believe, as well. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know. He's oh yeah, been he's been me on that one. No, did yeah. you not? Yeah, he's been taken out off the off Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. yeah, I know he's always used to sort of being flagged up as posting fake news and stuff like that. But yeah. It's, but uh, to be honest, I mean, they've waited like for the last eleven. He's only got eleven days, oh, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. They, they've got rid of him. I mean, really, I mean, come on, come on. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you want to fire up your supporters some more, there's there's the way to do it, isn't it? You know, wait till the end and then just, uh, yeah. you know, kick off a bit more. And so. he's not got that power, as he? Because he did have power to some extent, you know, I remember him. Um, they usually say the first two years of a mm. presidency is where you can get the most work done. Yeah. Um, you know, you're new to it, you've still got it. Once you get into the the, the second two years um, ter- of, the, of the first term, obviously it starts to ri- roll up again for the next election. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, obviously, if you're in your, if you run a, a two-term presidency, um, and you're in the last four years, even though you've been elected for for the eight, those last four years are a bit of a waste of space because everyone knows you're going at the end of the four years. Um, right. There's no way around it. Yeah. Um, so, but Donald Donald doesn't want doesn't want to go, does he? He, he wants want to go. To stay. No, no, he doesn't. That's yeah. that's the thing. Um, and he he said he won't go to the uh, inauguration, so he's the, he'll be the first president. Mm, I heard that. Yeah. Um, yeah. To not go to the, the, the next president's inauguration. Um, Interesting times. Um, that Chinese proverb, I, I can never remember it. It means, you know, it's going to be a hard time, really. Um, but, I mean, we're, you know, we're not in much much better of a state over here. Obviously, the, you know, lockdown three, COVID, these numbers and stuff like that that we're being told and things seem to be worse than they were in April, which, which seems like madness because we're... I was on a run with you the other day and you... You gave me a, a sense that you didn't even didn't quite believe the figures, or you you were well, what, what was going on there? Matthew? Well, I mean, I, you know, we've we, I've seen and I've mentioned it on a, an earlier podcast where you know the um, 
BBC showed some graphs of, of figures of where the, um, the, the the rates were higher and things like that. And obviously, when you look to the graphs, following you know advice that Charlie Spedding said, always look at that little bit extra at the data. Um, you could see the the y axis was was different numbers up the y axis for the different locations. The y axis is that the one that goes like That's the vertical. Vertical, one, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. that you know what it did was it was showing that there was cases from just looking at the graph, the picture of it. It looked like the cases in Merseyside and, and the Liverpool uh, city region were a lot higher than everywhere else. Mm. But when you looked at the numbers on on the graphs, um, actually Liverpool had the, the the lowest number across the four regions it was showing. Um, but be just be just because of the way they numbered the axes, they were they were different numbers on each region's axes. So, it, it, you know, it it sort of made that image look um, how they sort of wanted to tell that story. So, and you know, why the question is why would they want to tell a story? You know, well that's it. It's in it, a it particular is, yeah, the question why. is why and stuff, isn't it? You know, and that that's the question I suppose we need to we need to keep asking um, and look at it. And obviously, you know, now we're at a point where. The, the, the figures are higher than they were back in, in April of last year when we were meant to be at the, the height of the virus. And that's the figures, both um, uh, positive sort of tests and stuff like that and death figures. And the question is, why? Because surely um, we should have put everything together. You know, everything should have been right. We should have placed things in place now, the scientists, the, the medical teams, everything in place to, to keep those numbers down. And so, you know, what's, I mean, obviously we're, we're doing more tests than we ever were, so possibly that's why we're getting more um, positive tests being found now. But then why are the death figures higher? Because surely the medical um, staff, the medical, uh, you know, the number of respirators and all that sort of stuff is, is in place because we've we've had nearly 12 months to, to make sure it's there. And so you do wonder how we're in a worse position now than we were at the very sort of beginning of the outbreak of the virus in, in the UK. Right, that's enough news for one week. Um, moving on to running. Running, yes. Yeah, running. If, uh, if we've got any of you listening. I've, I've been reading the... I can't pronounce his, his first name. You know something? This guy's an, he's an Irishman. This fella, fella called Finn. I don't know Finn. Yeah, his parents are Irish. I discovered that. And I know that had slipped slipped your... your yeah, yeah, dis- yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely um, Irish parents, because um, he mentions that in the book. He's written quite a number of books. In fact... I must mention my good friend Kane Green, who has borrowed me a book, Ultra Ultra something by Finn. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll get is. I'll get that too. It's Finn's latest uh, latest is, book. Yeah. Well, he posted it through my door, gentleman, a scholar, uh, certainly a scholar. That, that well, he's and been a gentleman. On the show, hasn't he? He's, he's been on the show, and um, I'll pass that on to you because I, you know, I'm still reading this, yeah. and um, I'm sure Kane won't mind. And uh, I'm reading this book about running with Kenyans, looking forward to having Abdi on the show, who's been out in Kenya for a couple of months. Um, and, and he's going to hope we're going to discuss what, what it's really like, you know, from a first hand perspective, a GB athlete to be because he got the vest, but he's not quite been able to because of this COVID. He's not not run, not competed. competed. So looking forward to having Abdi. But reading the book, it really does... Um, Give me, it's sim- simple to read, these kind of books. Um, you breeze through them, really, if you have the time and the discipline. And I think I'm lacking a bit of discipline at the moment. I'm a third of the way through. really interesting thing for me is that these particular Kenyans in these particular training camps are having an awful lot of rest. I mean, my God, don't they do anything apart from run? They run in the morning and then they just sit there. 
They're on the Game Boys. They're on the little, you know, in their own little world, lying there like on a beach holiday. And then they're going for their second run. And then they might be too tired. They don't seem to do anything. Everything is catered for. Very basic, primitive, the food, the board and everything. And they're preparing, you see, they're preparing. Now, this particular group of 10 athletes, a very small group, relative to some of the others, in I-10, I-10, which is mm-hmm. the place where me and your good self, we must go there one day. We, we must maybe even meet the famous brother Colm, Colm yeah, yeah. who started this all off. Um, he, he brought Rhodesia, I think, into the into the world of of, of championship world record holder. Yeah, was he yeah. at one point? Eight hundred meters. Mm. Still, still is. Still is, yeah. Uh, and this Irish brother went over there. I think in the seventies. Didn't know anything about the sport. Very interesting that he didn't know. And um, he went there to spread the good news. I think he decided. Well, you know, they don't need to know the good news. They they know about how to run. That'll be even better. And he brought these champions. Along, you know, and, and it's really inspiring. So he he, he features in the book. Um, I think he features again later on. So you're telling me I've not come across that point yet, um, Brother Colm. So really excited about this book. But the, the thing that I've gained really that really makes sense as well is the rest, rest periods. They're really resting. They're really seriously recovering. And they're going again at the next session with... With, and they're making that, I think that's where the progress is made because of the rest. And I didn't realize how much rest these guys were having, but it's serious rest. It's it's like all day, you know, just lying there. Um, and, and so in this particular camp, so I'll finish now, there's 10 athletes, but only six of them. So they're all being catered for. They've been chosen from the local area um, by, I think, uh, an English manager. I think he's English. This particular gentleman in the story, uh, the true story, you know. And um, he's got these 10 athletes, but he's only going to select six. And he's going to send them to Europe in various races to make some money. And he'll take a cut, the whole idea. But he's keeping them hungry by not sending all 10. That that made sense, of course. Because if you send all 10, they're just going to be like... They know they're going and they can relax. But if you're only sending six, they're kind of fighting for places. Um, really important, I think, to do that. And um, but listening to this 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 rest, it, it was it was quite striking. I didn't realise. And then when I, I correspond that with my own running, you know, I'm not getting the sleep. I'm obviously at the moment I'm working during the day. It's all gone to pot really with, with lockdown now. It really affected me for the first time. But. Um, I've never had the kind of rest that these guys are having, although they are running twice a day. I I feel like running, it does take it out of you. It does take it out of you. You know, you go for your Sunday run, I come back, I've not quite had the sleep maybe, and I'm just lying there. I'm not fit to do anything. I can't even read a bloody book, you know. Yeah. Um, and it just shows you that this rest is really important. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, I mean that's where, you know... Um in, in the Western world where we, where we sort of lose out a little bit because there, is, there isn't that sort of, you know, out in Kenya, they know that they can make, you know, the, the life for themselves and their family through, through running, um, you, know, big, you know, win a couple of big um, road, road races and marathons and things like that. And, you know, you've got enough to live off for the, for the rest of your life. Um, whereas, you know, in the UK, the, the same sort of, 
one one the chance to win those races is is a lot smaller, a lot slimmer, um, because of the, the great Kenyan athletes that there are. Um, but two, you know, the money that is actually made from them is is doesn't equal out as much as it does out in in Kenya, sort of thing, or equate to the same. Um, so you know, actually have it, you know, you might win those, you might win a race, but it's not gonna, you know. To take you for you know the rest of your life sort of thing um, as a pot of money and you you know you've got to go back and do some work and so we have to unless we're sponsored and, and you know contracted and things like that by a, a running brand or something and um, we you know we've got to work in between the, the running and so we don't have that time off and, and obviously there's many that would argue that you go back to the, the golden era of, of British athletics and things like that and the guys were working then, they weren't they weren't full time, there was no sponsorship or anything, so they were still, you know, the best in the world. But I suppose that the times have come on since then and, and you'd argue that you know, where the times have come come from and, and, and dropped down faster and things like that is because the guys doing it are are full time and they've got that, that chance to rest up and recover. How do you say? Haley, Haley Gabriel Selassie. Is Haley that Gabriel Selassie. Haley Gabriel Selassie. Yeah, yeah. His best time for a marathon. I, I know this, Gone. Do you know it? Uh, I th- in the book, at least. I think yeah, it must be he didn't run after this book was written. So I know the he, time. He did hold the world record at one point. He did, um, yes. I think it was a 2.03 something, but I'm not sure. 59, yeah. 2.03.59. Um, you can check that out later if you like. Um, and then it was it was surpassed by uh, Patrick Malkow or something. Malkow, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but here's the the point which was made in the book. Now, who's to say it's true? But it, it was a point that was made, educated point, perhaps some truth in it at least. The Ethiopian runners, don't forget, East um, Eastern Africa, um, Ethiopia, Kenya. It's they the sort of border one another, don't yeah, they? Yeah. yeah. Um, Somalia's just. Just off from them, Somalia on the on the a bit further out to the east, it's even more slightly north and northern east, yeah, northeast. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. And um, the the point that was made that that I think education in Ethiopia seems to be better. I'm not sure. Doesn't didn't didn't doesn't ring true, but um, the point that was made I think was in Kenya when they do make, have a mini victory. Let's say one of those six athletes unknown goes and has a successful race wins a small pot of gold, comes back, buys out the farm, or buys the... the, the. He, he is now sort of like a, um, a chieftain in his mini sort of kingdom of, of you know, um, you know the tribal sort of yeah, uh, yeah. element. And he is um, a potent sort of um, force within his, his tribe, you know. Yeah. And um, he's calling out the shots. And what happens to some of them, you see, they... And in the story, that there's um, there's a guy. He's about to race, and two hours before, he's getting a phone call about a construction issue regarding um, this particular adventure within the land that he's bought. You know, right, from yeah, yeah, from yeah. the prize money, and he's being pestered, and he he obviously loves to be pestered, and he and and um, he's moved outside of the training camp now. So he's so this is what happens. So they, they've had the success. The training camp is perhaps no longer necessary or because he doesn't it's it's hard really because although I'm, I'm saying they have all this rest it could be quite dull you know you've got your two runs a day and you're you're living this sort of hard sort of barracks sort of lifestyle like a sort of a army sort of personnel yeah. you know and you're cut off from your your society in a way very focused discipline focus this is the key to your success 
But now you've had your success and you've stepped outside of the focus, the training, the discipline. And you've got all these issues surrounding your own people who want this and want that. And, and you're working on this project. You're building a school. One of the, one of the guys yeah, was building yeah. a school. I think he, he was a champion as well. He won some, some New York, Boston Marathon, I think, one of the guys. And it takes away the focus. And, um, from, and sometimes you never hear about these guys again. No, that's and the story they win let's say the Boston Marathon yeah, yeah. and then you never ever hear about them and there was one guy who was 21 I forget his name and he had, they reckon he had amazing potential this guy could have been the best ever and he's in the story he wins yeah. he wins a marathon I think at 21 yeah. he dies he has um, nobody knows what happens no, but uh, Sammy Wanjuri this is the guy, yeah. yeah he London, falls. London Marathon. He, uh, he won the London Marathon, yeah. And the, and the Olympics. He won the Olympics. Yeah, and he was only 21. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He, um, but you know what? World record. You know what? what he, he, I think he has an affair, doesn't he? He has an affair. Something, Gets yeah. caught out by his, his wife. Yeah. In, in Kenya. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he falls from a balcony. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's always, yeah. And, still, um, still to this day, is uh, unknown of... Um, was it suicide or was it was it sort of murder well, or something like that? I, I think who, it was. You can imagine if he's just been caught oh, yeah. from his wife. You know, she tells her, you know, part of the family and and some, you know, whatever happened. Next thing, yeah, we don't know, but we can sus- suspect. But um, a tragedy because I think that the point that was being made, the focus was lost. You know, he'd had that success. Yeah. The discipline had gone out the window. Yeah, he was drinking quite a lot as well at the time. And yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, next thing you know, but with the Ethiopian athletes, is there a difference there? They seem to be, and what is why 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 the difference? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you've got to the point in the book where he, he goes, um, Finn goes over to Ethiopia for a little bit to train uh, while he's out there just to see. Um, if there is a difference in things and mm. he, he you know not to spoil it too much for you in there but he, he does notice obviously in Kenya that there's huge big groups they're all training it's quite really a social you know they meet up at like 5am in the morning and, and everyone heads out on these long sort of fart like runs and things yeah. and tempo runs yeah. and stuff um, when he goes to Ethiopia it's not the same it's, it's very much the individual sort of training there isn't these big groups right. and camps as much Um and the, the people that you see out running are, you know, a sort of groups of, you know, one or two or, you know, small mm. groups rather than these huge big numbers of people that are meeting up. Um, so it does have that sort of difference. And what is the difference? Because I can, I can imagine what the difference could be if you're, I mean, I've just thought, you know, if you're running on your own and you are training very, very hard, you have reached the point of, you have ma- mastered discipline um, and focus be- to be able to, tr- let's say, run 150 miles a week on your own. Is that what you're su- suggesting that some of those guys are doing that? Potentially, yeah. And I mean, uh, I mean, even when you watch, um, if you used to watch the Ethiopians and the Kenyans compete, there was always a very much um, on the Kenyan side of things a, t- a team aspect to it. Yeah. Um, you could see them sort of run with with tactics. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Olympic Games, the the three. You know, in the ten thousand meters or something, you, you'd always have three Kenyans in there, and, and they would sort of take it um, as a bit of a team, helping each other out, and you know, trying to trying to take off and, and sort of just someone like um, 
when Haile Gabriel Selassie was at his best, you know, he, he couldn't be beaten and the Kenyans would try and beat him by running him into the ground as a team, the three of them. How do you do together. that? How do you do that? So, so they would work together and then they would push the pace and, you know, one would lead for a couple laps and another would take over and, and while that one recovers behind and they'd really try and push things on and try and break Haile. But, um, you know, he was such a good good athlete but very very rare he He was the best at that point at that point he was things have moved on though haven't they yeah well he was he was um replaced on the track by um a fellow ethiopian um kenanisi bikili um was the next sort of rising star and he he then he then sort of eclipsed um highly's um records world records the five and the ten thousand he's still going Um, isn't he he's still going yeah he's he was meant to do he's moved up to the, the marathon as as highly did um, he was meant to do London, but he's he struggled really. He's never been. I thought he was like a second behind um, Kipchoge, wasn't he? This peculiar he, no. He has, in, yeah. He yeah. Has so done, he's yeah, very, yeah. very close he's to very the very, close, very best yeah. Yeah. of uh, all time. Of all time, of, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he must be very good. He is. He is. Um, but he's, he has. He's never been. I mean, obviously, when he ran that in Berlin and ran a second, just a second slower than than Kipchoge had ever run for the marathon. When was that? Was, Sorry, uh, when was that? Uh, Berlin, it would be 2019. So not long ago. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Um, so, in, you know, that was a real sort of standout performance for him from a while because he, he, he's never really shown the form um, that he's, he's really had on the track because he, he got injured um, towards the end of his track career and he, he sort of disappeared for a while. Is this the point where Mo Farah this win, is where Mo wins? Farah sort of, yeah. So if he hadn't have been injured, would he have been in that race with Mo Farah? Yeah, I, I think if, if Bikili hadn't got injured, I don't think we'd, we'd ever be speaking of Mo Farah. Right, as yeah. A, yeah. As a, you know, Do well, pe- people, are, people uh, are not aware of that fact? I think those that, that know athletics would be. I think they yeah. know that Mo, as great as his performance... Bikili, would, would he have entered those races? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, at that time, he was set for those races. Yeah, and it, it's hard to sort of say, whether, you know, would, he, would Mo beat him or not, but... For me, Bikili, he was a great tactician. He know he knew how to run. Mm. Um, but you know, where Mo obviously did well was he could sit in in a, in a slower race and then push on. And Mo never came close to in. close to Bikili's times, did he? No, not in, so you, you, not you, in the grand scheme of things. No, there was you know he, he ran great times and his times put him right up there on the world rankings and stuff. But nowhere near you know Bikili was the the world record holder for the five and ten thousand and. Um, so it'd be a strong favourite then, wouldn't he, in that race oh, yeah, in 2012? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah and well, and what, ha- what happened still, to him? He got injured. Um, he had an injury. I can't remember exactly what it was, but he, he sort of disappeared for that, that that whole time period. Really, we never really saw him. You know, the odd race he might appear and stuff, but it was you could see he was never really in in great shape and stuff. And he did move up to the marathon, and he had a couple runs out. And again, there were nothing, you know superlative that you'd expect from him or anything like that he's you know from the pedigree he had on the track um, until you know he then started to knock out a, a couple 203s and you're like okay that's you know it's good but there was lots of people I wonder what was happening in his training was he would he lose focus was he not Possibly. did he, what think, happened think, do we know I think he may have got divorced around really that, yeah? in that yeah. period as well and so the, you know life sort of side Bikili is a Ethiopian Ethiopian said, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, in that time period on the marathon, Kipchoge Turner uh, came around, which is obviously Kenyan. Um, he came around for the first time, did he, at that no, point? No, no. Sorry, Kipchoge had been around for ages. Kipchoge... When was this? Sorry, um, so you're talking about what year are you talking now? Uh, what, we're probably talking 20... Around 2014 onwards or right, so. Okay, he won, okay. He won, Kipchoge won uh, the Olympic marathon in, in Rio in 2016. Right, okay, um, yeah. 
So, you know, Kipchoge sort of started to come to the, the forefront of things. But Kipchoge had been around since Haile Gabriel Selassie. There's, 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 yeah. there's yeah. races showing Bikili, Selassie and Kipchoge all racing right, on the okay. track. Yeah. So, but he could never beat those guys. No, no. Uh, uh, but Selassie uh, would be um, a lot older than yeah, those guys. Yeah. He'd be much more matured. Yeah, I mean, Kipchoge and Bikili uh, are be young, similar sort of age. And developing. Selassie was a little bit, um, he's probably five five or six years older than that. Oh, is that all? That's yeah, all. He's, yeah. only, he's, only, yeah. um, he's only early 40s now. Or, right, yeah. He seems to have been gone well, for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He retired a long time ago, didn't he? Uh, no. no, only... Feels like... Probably uh, only around that sort of 2013, 14 sort okay, of thing. Okay, it's... it's, it's um, yeah, this it's, is, it's I quite, suppose, getting on a while now, but it's... In running terms, it's he was about 33, 34, was he, when he finished? Uh, he's probably a little older than that, mm. to be fair. Yeah, okay, 35, 36, maybe, yeah. Mm. And that perhaps is, is an age when one would be on his on the downward turn? Um, yeah, possibly. I mean, you know, when it comes to marathon running, it's a little bit, um, you know, you you can last out a little longer. The endurance stays and, and holds there as long as you're doing the right training. Um, you know, Kipchoge is now in his, his uh, relatively late 30s. Mo Farah uh, is the same. Um, you know, so the you know those guys, and for the marathon that used to be the way. You know that you would start as a track runner, you would build your speed, you would get as fast as you could over the shorter distances, and then go and then you know you moved up to the marathon as the power started to dwindle um, as you aged, um, and you'd move towards the marathon to to sort of because you couldn't keep up with the young guys that were doing the shorter stuff. But obviously now, um, and probably for the last twenty years or so, there's been a lot of young. Ethiopians and Kenyans that have gone straight to the marathon um, and we're now getting quite a few uh, Brits as well so the likes of Callum Hawkins and, and his brother um, are both in, in not the, heard in from the, this Callum Hawkins for a while what's happening with him I don't I don't know to be fair uh, yeah I mean he's, he's, he's I don't think he's raced as far as I know um, I don't think he's raced since the the, uh, the world championships in Doha in, in, in what October 2019 um, obviously last year there wasn't many races he was meant to do the world half marathon champs uh, back in October uh, 2020 um, but he, he pulled out of that so I don't know where he's at and things um, to be fair um, I'm sure he will be running um, in the Olympic trials marathon even though he's, he's pre-selected I'm sure he'll want to a run out and, and to show that he should still be in the team and things which and, is when sorry uh, that's in March, the twenty sixth of March, I want to say. Um, so I'm sure he'll be, you know, he'll be wanting to get a run out there and, and do that. Um, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know where he where he is at and how his fitness is and things like that. Um, he's had plenty of time to just focus on training, so he could be in in the best shape of his life. To be fair, um, no need to push himself and race and, and get injured during this weird year that we've had. Um, and just focus on his, his trading and his running and things like that. But yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I've not seen much much on him. It's very difficult, isn't it, to focus on your training when, when there's nothing in the calendar, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, how do you deal with that? And, and I mean, how do you deal with that? Well, I mean, you know, I, I've struggled. I've, you know, I've been saying since we hit that November lockdown, my head's just been a bit frazzled with it all. Um you know, where is your head right now? Are you depressed again, or uh, no? I think I mean I was um, well at the start of uh, of this week back on when we were told we were going into lockdown. 
Um, I spent Tuesday basically as soon as it hit twelve o'clock. I opened the beers and I just uh, I just kept drinking. Um, what, uh, but what, you know, while your good lady was at work, yeah, yeah, oh, um, me. just me and the dog chilling, and we just throwing back the beer. Um, so, but uh, you know, I, I didn't feel like running at all this week. But um, Wednesday morning, uh, Dave Wilson messaged me and said, "Did I want to get out for a run?" And uh, and sort of dragged me out to be fair, which which was which was great. And then obviously I, I messaged yourself then um, to see if you wanted to on the um, on the Thursday. But I know you, yeah, you were stick, busy, and I got out with Kelly and stuff. And stick then, to text messages, cause my WhatsApp and everything. That's all switched off. Really, yeah, yeah, no no worries. But um, so you know, this week to be fair, I've been I've been motivated to get out running by 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 my friends. But you know, the the, the guys have all. Uh, help me out really the likes of yourself uh, Dave, Kelly Listen, personally I think this is the first time now the new job is very much physically demanding I think it's quite a drain I think you've got to get your sleep right I think you've got to get to bed for me if I'm up at 6 I've got to start thinking about 9 o'clock to be honest because it's it's got to a point where I'm feeling really tired during the day and I'm not getting as much from I can't read the book the book's really important it's food it's food on my table. It, it it gives me motivation, understanding, and I don't even have the ability to physical to read because of, of the the fatigue that's built up, you know. And and the problem for me at the moment is it's a bit of a sacrifice to get out there running on top of the day's events. You know, I'm I'm pushing eight to ten miles in the job as a bin man. The physicality of it to to go out running on top of that, yes it's possible you've got to be very disciplined you've got to i think you've got to have that rest when you get back and you've got to wait till seven maybe so you're running at seven but you've got to be in bed for nine ideally it's it's becoming quite and then you think well hang on a second there's fucking nothing here available in terms of the race calendar this could go on for months why not just sit back continue with the you know and just go for the odd run it's not good enough really but at the same time it allows me to have more quality in life with the reading of the, the running with Kenyans. It allows me to to maybe push forward in other di- other directions, yeah. you know, whereas perhaps, you see, you always look on the bright side. I wouldn't be doing that, you know. I wouldn't be able to do these other things. Maybe now is the time to, yes, use the running as more of an enjoyment uh, um, and do it when I feel I really can do it, you know, and, and not to, to worry too much about it to take the pressure off because there is nothing there, you know. And it, on the one side of me, it feels like in my mind, that's weak. It's 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 you're stepping back too much. But on the other side, it feels like the right thing to do. I don't know what you think about that dilemma that I have. Yeah, well, I mean, I think at the moment, obviously, you, you one, you're in um, on the Saturdays currently, haven't you? You've been in yeah, the, last, first, the first three Saturdays three so of the month, of, yeah. of this year. Um, yeah. And I think with that in mind, you know, that that's a... Usually you'd have that weekend, I suppose, to really get a bit of recovery done, rest up a little bit, maybe throw in a little bit of a quality sort of run or session or something because you, you've got a little bit more time to, to rest up on the weekend. But obviously, with you being in on, on a Saturday and things like that and working, you know, there's another day gone and there's another day of, of, of hard work on, on the body and things. So, you know, you probably do need that little bit more recovery at, at this this current sort of time. Um, 
And as you say, you know, there isn't any racism. And I know, you know, I, I, I uh, teased you in the summer when, you know, we, you were saying there wasn't any racism, but, and, there, and there were some available, even mm. if they were done in a different way. But, you know, now there, there really isn't anything. Um, and, mm. and yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, they've said the 15th of March, but we all know listening to them. February. Uh, February, yeah. yeah February, February. Yeah. February. Yeah, March is what they're probably going to tell us when it comes around to February. But um, you know, they've they've put it in there that they could extend it. The, the furlough schemes already was back when uh, they extended it in October. They extended it all the way to March anyway. So and by the way, by the way, Matthew, my heart goes out to you, sir. Why in God, God's a, you know what's going on? To close your shop is a sin. It's a sin. When you when I when I came down Duke Street earlier today. Witnessing all these kebab places that are open, you know, serving this disgusting sort of food that that I wouldn't give the dog, you know, to be honest. But anyway, you know, it's each to their own. If they enjoy that kind of food, then fair play. Go and have your kebabs. But where is the common sense? Where, where, you know, for a small shop like yourself, even if it was one person at a time using the PPE, pick out a pair of trainers, there's not an issue there. You've got hundreds of people milling around the supermarkets. Um, you've been forced to close. There's no common sense. And uh, I think it's it's a disgrace, absolute disgrace. And that people out there who are on these me- social mediums, which I really am not part of anymore, I dip in. I don't want to close ba- uh, communication barriers. And I hear of people supporting these, these um, measures which... Only communist Russia would be happy to put upon their own people. You know, this is, this is, it's gone to a point now. I I'm think. I'm not even where, sure Russia would be happy with them. No, they wouldn't be happy. This, this is, this is the new, the new USSR. This UK Boris government. You know, it's not Boris. It's not him. But it's the whole raft of them. The the fear. They they love it. They love it, and they they, they live in it, and and they wallow in, in. And there's no common sense. And you should allow people, as far as I'm concerned, from day one, to live freely as they choose to. Everything should be a choice. Everything, and 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 you advise, and you you'll find people will actually be more willing, more willing to work with choices rather than ultimatums. Yeah, it's. Um... Yeah, well, I say that that was that was the reason I was throwing back alcohol uh, Tuesday morning. So I, think, uh, I was uh, fed up with having to close the shop, and um, yeah, I mean. By the way, have you not thought of saying open it? I saw uh, uh, an e-cigarette shop that was open. Right. You know, I mean, is that what, what what's going on? I mean, I've seen that place open. Why are you closed? And there's a guy selling e-cigarettes. Is that? I, I don't know why. Um, I mean, there's there's. You know, there's there's some there's some workaround that I know some stores have been trying. Um, for example, cycle, cycling stores are allowed to be opened. Uh, they, they they can really be open are. still. Uh, they were in the first lockdown and they have been. Um, I know some running shops um, across the UK have what they've done is hired um, a freelance uh, cyclist uh, repair sort of person in, and they've stocked up on on part you know cycling parts, wheels and things like that. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, and therefore, being able to stay open because right, they're now yeah. as a you know sort of like a triathlon store, they you know shoes and not bikes. something you you would be tempted to. Well, I, I mean, 
I'm half tempted, but at the same time, there's like there's, there's the the public image thing to it. Yeah. For me. Um, yeah, you're not really a cyclist. You, know, and, and you don't want to go into cycling, really. Well, you don't, it's, it's not, it's not that, something you're it's, interested it's the fact in. That, you know, clearly that is a you can be seen as trying to get round the, the rules and keep your shop open by doing that. Well, why not? Why, what's wrong with that? Well, there's nothing wrong with it on one side of the argument, but then there's the argument of, you know, like you said, Facebook, there's people on there and, and social media. To hell with them. To, to but, hell with them. But all they need to do is sit there and, you know... Keyboard warriors, that's all. Keyboard warriors. They're liars as well, you know. Negative that, reviews and stuff like that on it, yeah. and, it and that hits the... Hits your, your business online because you just can't get rid of those. Yeah, but you can't live in fear, though, can you? You know, if, if um, but I think the 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 fact that you're not a keen cyclist, you can't even cycle, can you? No, no, I, that's I can't, uh, I, news. I, I, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> Shockwave news <laughs> right across the. Uh, yeah, you can't cycle, my friend, and I, I'm willing to show you. You can learn during this lockdown and and, and get I some tires on sale. <laughs> But I mean, you know, that's, uh, you know, we'll have to, we'll have to see. Hopefully, we, we reopen in Feb. I mean, you know, December was a fantastic month for us, and, and we're yeah. just going to have to rely on on that and and the support from from our customers that when we are able to reopen, that all the positive. Back and things, I've so. I've seen people running today. I've yeah. seen quite a few people running. You know, it's a big thing now, isn't it? You know, it are, is, and that's what you know. For us, we, we've 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 had a great year. You know, considering there's been a pandemic and stuff like that. As a business, we've we've grown. Um, you know, you know, we, we've put an offering on on the uh, the pet shop next door to us to, to buy that and to move into there. Hopefully, at some point this year, um, had a slight snag with that as my solicitors went under. Um, oh, dealing with it. So they they've been hit by the pandemic and, and they've had to close. But yeah, um, so I've had to. Um, have you lost money in terms of? Luckily, luckily not. Um, right. Okay. Um, so I'll just have to get a new solicitors, which um, hopefully I'm I'm speaking with one on on Monday, um, and we should be getting the, the ball rolling again then. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, everything's in place for us to do that and and get it up and running and, and get it going. I shouldn't say that because it, it is a competitor's business there. Um, <laughs> what sh- what shouldn't you have said? <laughs> we need to get things up and running. Um, yeah, they're a yeah. different. They're another store. They're oh, are they? Yeah. <laughs> they're, okay. I, I don't always know. say you can't yeah. say that, but it's such a nice phrase that it's up and running. It's yeah, to, uh, it's a film as well, isn't it? I don't know. It, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, so you know, as much as it's a it's a nightmare to have to be closed, the year you know as a whole has been positive for us, and and I'm hoping that when we are be able to reopen it will you know return to yeah. you know the positivity you Maybe, know you know you know when you everything that in this life people out there who are listening you know we've got we've it's been, been amazing we've, we've had so many people you know my cousin john john johnson out there you you came up to me in the street this week and you were you were listening intently and he's not really into his running listening and enjoying the show and so many people, you know, it's 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 great to, to be a part of something that people are listening to. I I've got God only knows why why they're listening, but they they tell me they're enjoying it. Um, now I've forgotten what I was going to say. Now I've really have forgotten. Listen, <laughs> moving on, we've talked about the Kenyans running. Yeah. We've we've talked about that's what I, I was going to suggest to the people listening and to myself really. Whenever we have hardships, whenever we have difficulties. We, if we can learn to accept the situation for what it is, it's out of our hands. Some of this stuff is really out of our hands, you know. And we move gently in another direction 
forcing the, the, the positivity in, in, in another dimension of our lives rather than focusing on what we've lost and the doom and gloom surrounding that. We move in a slightly different, we just turn slightly like a 50 pence coin and use a different different side and, and beam out in, in another direction, harnessing the light and the positivity of something else, maybe that we couldn't have done previously because we've got this extra time. I, I don't particularly have much extra time now, but some people perhaps do, and they can use that and use your imagine, imagination, people. Use your imagination. Don't just leave a skull behind you in the ground. Finbar Fury said that. Yeah, he was a folk singer. So anyway, moving on. The Kenyans, we've spoken about the Kenyans. We've spoken about our hardships during the lockdown and, and, and the positivities looking forward. Um, any, anything else that we can lay our teeth into? Well, I know both of us are, are struggling with uh, little injuries at the moment. We've both got little niggles going on. Um, I know I ran with you. Uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't call mine an injury, no. but yeah, yeah, but maybe it would be deemed as an injury. Niggle, niggle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, mine was um, all came on all of a sudden. To be fair, out on on uh, what, Thursday evening, running with with Kelly. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I, I thought I'd irritated the, the, the plantar fascia uh, on my foot, just stepping on a, a bit of ice or something like that that was built up. Uh, but it seems it's it's actually um, tarsal tunnel syndrome, which is a trapped trapped nerve in the in the foot around my ankle. And uh, yeah, it's agony at the moment, absolute agony. But I've been able to run it. But today I've taken the full full day off and, and given it some proper rest. And hopefully, hopefully it'll be okay. And how do you know that this is the tarsal tunnel? Syndrome. Yeah, well, I, it's just a matter of, um, you know, I've got quite a few different injury books and things like that, running injury books. Yeah. And I've just sort of looked through them and tested, done little tests and things of, of your pressure on certain points and things like that, various stretches and yeah. things to try and see what triggers pain and what doesn't. And through, you know, those tests and narrowing it down, that's what I've sort of yeah. come to the conclusion of. It seems to hit all the points and things like that. And, um, so, yeah. you know, that's, that's, that's why. My word, sir, you're you're like one of those scientists, aren't you? The way you you, uh, I could never do that. My God, yeah, you've you've I mean, located your own. Yeah, yeah, I mean, my degree was was sports and exercise oh, science. Yeah. So yeah, I forgot about know, that. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> there, is, there is some background to it. I'm not uh, just off the back of nothing, like you know. You're not like uh, one of those witch doctors. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Listen, um, films. Um, the Chariots of Fire. Still not seen the classic the Chariots of Fire. Chariots some of, yeah, some yeah, yeah. some scenes were set in St Helens, I believe. Really? Have you got any other sort of films on running that you can recommend to the people? Yeah, there's some there's some fantastic films out there. Um, I mean, Without Limits um, is the the story of Steve Prefontaine, who you know is a hero of mine, and, and I wrote the, the graphic novel about him. Um, so there's a yeah there's a film about him called Without Limits, which has uh, Donald Sutherland in. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays Bill Bowman and... Um, yeah. Billy Crudup plays, um, plays Steve Prefontaine in that one. There's also Prefontaine, which has um, Jared Leto playing Steve Prefontaine. So he's got two films about him. Right, okay, okay, um, okay, okay, yeah. You've got... Uh, I hope you're writing these down, people. So you've got <laughs> Prefontaine. What was the other one, sorry? Yeah, Without Limits. Without Limits, Without limits. yeah. yeah. Um, you have... Um, there's a um, cross-country one... Um, Oh, the name's escaping me right now. Uh, but it has um, Kevin Costner. Kevin he, Costner, he, he's, yeah. He's, yeah. The, he's a coach. He, he ends up being a coach. He's a football coach. But he he, um, he, he gets fired 
as a football coach and he has to become the cross-country coach at this little little school out in, on the on the uh, Mexican sort of border in the US um, and he's training all these these Mexican athletes and they've never done cross-country before in their lives really yeah yeah and he trains them and um, you know I won't ruin it for you but it, yeah I want, a, sorry what, what do you call that one sorry uh, oh you, you, you completely yeah. escaped okay, what it, what okay. It's but if you search Kevin Costner um, you know cross-country um, it'll be on his is filmed by your list online. Now, listen. You, you say people can't write write in, but they can. They can write in to let like your email made. What is it made to run? Oh, the run at made to run. What, what is it? Sorry, run at made to run. So, if you have any recommendations regarding films that we we could watch, we're unaware of, or even books, perhaps, then please write in. And you can say that again, Matthew. Please at run at made to run. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, yeah, um, there's there's plenty of other good good running films as well out there. There's a couple. Of uh, and what book are you reading at the moment? Uh, at the moment, I'm I'm back on my um, Scott Forbel's uh, marathon book. Um, Scott Forbel's who who is um, an American? He's an American, current American uh, marathon runner. Uh, and how old is he? Uh, I think he's only about thirty two, thirty three, Th- something like that. And there. is he the best they've got? Uh, one he's, of he's one of the top guys. One of the yeah, top yeah. American marathoners, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and his book is is about what? Sorry, it's about. Uh, so it's about his uh, basically his marathon build up to to the New York Marathon back in again. It's probably 2019. I've got a th- yeah, I think 2019, maybe 2018. And what um, time? What time did he run? Um, so he ran. Um, well, he didn't run anything spectacular at New York time wise. He finished up in the top ten. Um, but New York's a slow course. There's lots of ups and downs yeah. the, uh, through the boroughs and over the bridges and stuff like that. Um, but then at Boston, which is a, a negative downhill course, um, he did run um, a low 209. Um, and he ran 209 uh, a couple of weeks ago over at the, the Marathon Project, which we spoke about on, on the yeah. last show we did. Um, so, yeah, it's basically his... It's him and his coach have written it together, this book. Uh, it's just the... It's just literally writing up the training. So each week starts with the what they what they did what? each week, and then he his coach writes about how he thought the week went for Scott, and then Scott writes about how he thought the, the week went for him, mm. and it just goes through. And I, I've used it, and it's a genuine sort of genuine. Uh, these are the responses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so were, they've written it, they've yeah. written it separately. Yeah, uh, the coach has written how his how he's thought the weeks have gone, and Scott's written how he's thought the weeks gone, and then they've brought them together into the into the book. Um, and was that always the plan to create the yeah, book? That was, yeah, yeah, that was the plan for them. And yeah, I've, I've just used it a lot to build my training. A lot of the sessions and stuff like that seem to really match up with what I do. And you know, I built originally my plan off Charlie Spedding's training between London and, and, and LA. Um, and then I've taken bits that worked for me from that and bits that didn't. And then I've added Scott stuff into that. And it's you know the the, the use of both of them and some of the sessions are, are really great from both of them. So it's. Are you ran on Christmas Day? Was it a marathon? Two thirty one or something. Two thirty one thirty. Yeah. So you got twenty minutes to catch. You got a lot of catching oh, up. Oh yeah, a long way to go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was solo. It was it was on my own. Uh, solo. Um, you know, it wasn't a race. You I didn't. Wasn't you didn't cut any corners. No. no corners. No corners. <laughs> I, actually, I, I ran point point two of a mile long just okay. to make sure. You know, for yeah. GPS inaccuracies and things like uh, that. Um, Still twenty minutes now. Oh, about two thirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good way behind. Of course. And and how did you feel at the end of that? Did you feel like you could have gone faster, maybe on a faster yeah, course I feel like with I could people? Have done, yeah, there was you know some good hills in it. I got I got lost. Um, I actually lost a bit of time because I had to stop and ask a family. Really? Uh, we were out okay, Christmas well, morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, 
I ended up only four miles away from Liverpool docks when I was meant to be coming back towards the East Lanks. Oh, uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, they had to help uh, turn me around and send me in the right direction. Um, so maybe we could say you lost maybe five, a potential five minutes if you were in a race yeah, day, but, but well, you still got only maybe two, two minutes. Like yeah. you know, but you, you know, like say, you, race you, conditions or I think you're well capable of getting this this two ten figure, but I think everything would have to go right for yeah, you as well. Yeah, you know, and I think oh, it's going to take time as well. Is, I think. I, Are you still young enough? You're twenty. Yeah, yeah, twenty nine. You know. And you got to, but you believe as well, which is crew. You believe, yeah. and you've got like you write things down, don't you? Write like this time, you know, and you visualize. You use that yeah, visualizing yeah. sort of. Yeah, um, I've got a little little sticky note on the just just as I leave the house um, with times down. They're all crazy, crazy times, but the you know most of them are like world record times and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah, but you. But it, it, you know, the, the last thing I see before I leave the house, we're gonna go for a run and stuff. Like every that. time just, you go for a run. Every time I go for a run, you the see, house, and it's just that. That little visual reminder of this is, you know, this is the dream. This is this is why you're heading out that door to, to sort of run and stuff. You know, that, I thought there was a, isn't there a trophy in the toilet that has no name on it? There is. is, that, is that, yeah. Isn't that what you see? No, you don't. I see. don't see that. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I see it before, but uh, still yeah. needs still needs marking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, um, an uh, what is it called? Like you had that book. Was it the secret? That was a, a bestseller. You know, the secret. Was it the secret? And you have those sort of books on. Uh, you know, inspiring people. Yeah. You know, popular books, and and you can you can go into much greater depth on those topics. But visualize it. You know, it's 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 believing. You know, not just really seriously believing that you can do whatever it is. It's got to be, I suppose, realistic as well. But it, it is realistic. I think. I think for me, two ten is. Is certainly it's it's a it's an amazing. Some people say, "Oh God, well, come on, think again." But no, no, I think certainly if everything went right and you're training and everything, and it can do, and it and it it will do as long as you persevere. At some point, it'll click. And um, God loves a trier. Well, give it your give it your all, and 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 um, and uh, we'll see what happens, eh? Um, at least at the end of the day, you can always say, "At least I, I had a go." Well, that's it, and that, and that's the the thing I always think. You know, you 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 never want to sit at the end of the, of your life and and look back and and regret not having tried, not having done something that you should have done. And yeah, I think I got I've got regret. I think there's certain things I could have done, done a lot better with over over the course of my being. And at thirty four, um, I've got to I've got to learn from that. And and as you say, you know, really really focus and get disciplined and, and work on, on, on target things a bit more. I've always been one for doing lots of different things, you know, be a bit more focused in what you're doing, target it and write down, keep a diary. I've got my diary this yeah. year. I'm going to, not every day, I'm going to dip in and, and write stuff down and, and focus on, on a number of goals and review uh, every so often and, and keep sort of working towards, towards as your good self, as your good self, sir. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's it, guys. I think um, you know this year started off badly for for us all. Um, with but not necessarily. Down. Not necessarily, not necessarily de- depends, yeah, on, depends on the on perspective the of, of the uh, way in which you. There are some people out there saying, "Well, hey, this is the the best thing that's ever happened to me." That's true. It possibly is. But but. Uh, and in the long run, you may look back and think, "Well, actually, this gave me." The opportunity. I didn't realize something happened during this period of time, which actually propelled me to the person I am today, and only for these blasted uh, lockdowns, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have made this kind of progress. Yeah, perhaps yeah. you know we could. Well, that, well, that, well that's, that's what I was getting to. Is the point of, yeah. of even with all these lockdowns and everything like that, is to you know set your goals, work out what you want, 
Um, don't have any regrets and, and you know and go and strive to 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 get those and achieve those goals. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And wishing you good mental health. Yes, and uh, hopefully a, a happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs>